Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enduring Churches podcast. This is Trent Young. I'm here with my good friend, Alan Small, and we are in totally different places now. We've moved, Alan. Talk about, talk about like, you know, if we were Batman and Robin, be holy location change, Batman, <laughs> because we... <laughs> We are we are in very different uh, places that we were just a few weeks ago at our last recording. We had tried to record enough to get us through the move. We probably should have, in hindsight, maybe recorded one more <laughs> to get, yeah. get us through. Yeah. Because this is this is a what we would call a in the podcast world a Sunday night special. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, and we're both trying to find places where we have internet you know, and, and where we can sit and it, yeah, it's crazy, but Hey, we're thankful that you have tuned in and uh, we're going to do the best we can. And we're, we're glad to be able to do this today. Yeah. I actually like well, my location. I'm outside on my, on my, in my backyard and, um, you know, got a lovely brick wall behind me, but. Hey, I like know, it actually. Yeah. It, it, it brings out the, uh, brick red in my eyes and mm-hmm. like you that. just need a you need a, a fake tree behind you and you're all good man. <laughs> i got plenty of if i turn my camera around i have plenty of trees uh behind me that we can see and i've heard that if i don't get these uh trees trimmed back here during a lightning storm that they'll shoot off little little sparks so sparky really? trees sparky trees that uh, you know that that's interesting a, that, that could be a lot of fun and apparently yeah. there's a raccoon that may show up sometime during the podcast Okay. Well, hey, if he does, uh, the tra- we're just going to start calling this the Trash Panda Podcast. <laughs> That's true, and we might, uh, and we we might get to hear from my dog if that happens. So yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, let's 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 hope it doesn't. Let's hope he can keep his cool for a, a few more minutes. I was telling Trent before we got on today that my dog, uh, you know, in Colorado we don't have things like like uh, fire ants, um, but he has met them in texas oh yes that was not a fun experience for him and so he sees ants there's a couple of ants crawling around on our back in our back porch and he gets up and and is not any too happy about about them so (laughs) yeah it's all the new things right that we have to learn about i was telling alan we've had to learn about um licenses and changing bank accounts all those great crazy things and and learning the rules about getting your license changed in in our new states, and so it's it's just pretty crazy. But today we want to actually talk about a topic, um, and and th- I think this is appropriate for Alan and I because we both have had the opportunity to begin visiting churches in our new associations. We are both uh, now directors of missions, or association mission strategist depending on in texas they probably call it the ams right uh we actually call it executive director here but you know there's probably a, a million titles but we basically what we are, are really in a way is is coaches to pastors and churches and here to encourage equip support and and support the ministry of the churches within our associations and we're grateful to be in the roles that god has placed us in we know that this is a Kind of a God has had his hand in this all along, and we're grateful for that. Um, but we get to be guests a, an awful lot now. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Um, Alan preached at a new church this this morning, and I did as well. And so um, we're getting to experience some of this. And so today we want to talk about that guest experience. 
want you to think about, you know, what do guests experience when they come and visit your church? Um, hopefully it's a very positive experience. And um, what, the main thing we want to talk about in that is do you, um, do you give out some type of guest gift? And so, Alan, kind of get us started. What are we talking about here? Yeah, you know, um, a few years ago, Rochelle and I had visited a church um, when we were on a vacation, and they gave us this really nice little gift bag that had a bunch of a, a bunch of items in it. And I thought was so moved by that idea, I went back and showed my church. Before long, we had a gift bag. I'd been to other churches that had given us some folders and things like that, but I thought, man, the Annie has been up. And I, I remember at one point in time, I was putting some gift bags together in our church. And I, I was like, man, is it really worth the time and effort and cost and all this? And I heard someone say, man, one thing we have learned and we value in our church is generosity with our guests. And mm. that really that really just kind of put me put me back and thinking, man, if I'm a guest and, I, and someone goes way out of their way to make me feel welcome, am I more likely to go back? You know, and I started thinking about that and how true, how true that that is. And it should be true in our churches. We should be very generous and very conscientious of our guests. And and we should know what kind of experience. Of course, we want them to have a good experience. But mm -hmm. are you are you making that an even better experience? And we were going to talk about the overall guest experience, but we've got nine things. I cannot come up with ten. So you listeners out there. Give us the tenth one. We were we're short on one, but we we definitely have nine things that we could we can items that we can put in a gift bag to 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 really help encourage a guest to come back. Yeah, and so we do want you. We encourage you to contact us back, email us, find us on Facebook. Uh, let us know. Give us another idea. Uh, but you know, as as a guest coming in, they're taking a big risk coming and visiting your church. It's, it's an, you know, if you haven't done that in a while, if you haven't visited a new place, it's, you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. There's a lot of, Hey, I, I feel very insecure or awkward sometimes. And so you got to kind of think what they're dealing with. And so as you think about that, and if you put together a gift bag or some type of gifts, um, you might think through that, process too with that and and include in that and and where those people how do they get that bag um you know what happens that you know we don't want to have okay all you guests stand up so we can come and give you a, a bag that that's not going to come across real great so what's the process too you you want to think through that so that it's not uh, doesn't run them off instead it encourages them too well, Trent, let's talk about some of those items, and as we do, we can maybe pull out pull out some of those things. So, you know, the primary gift obviously is the is the bag of some type, or like I mentioned, some churches will just give you a welcome folder. Um, I know, like places like Outreach even make custom folders and things like that. Or um, we've been to a church where we were given a mug, and it had a bunch of things wrapped up and put up in it, and had little confetti papers sticking up, and and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Obviously, the pastor did not put that one together. Um, but, <laughs> you think? <laughs> but, uh, but there's some kind of container that, that holds the information, and it usually has your church name, your logo, your mission, maybe a con all those things. 
on there. Uh, but it's important. It's important. I think you and I both come from a marketing background. And I think oftentimes people underestimate the value of branding. Yeah. Dana and I were driving to Branson, uh, Branson, Missouri this past week. And we passed by a church that you could tell they had put a lot of thought into their branding and their logo. And it was on the signs on the side of the church, everything. Um, and so as you think about these gifts and a logo, I would really encourage you to do that. And if you, you can do it in some inexpensive ways too. We, our church did the mug thing, or sometimes we did um, um, sports drink holders or whatever. And, you could find those very inexpensively at places like Dollar Tree. You can get those cups and then you can have stickers that are that are plastic that will last that you can have printed with your logo and you can put those on those mugs or other drink holders or cups and they'll last. And and so you you know think about that and what Alan said is very true of marketing we don't think about that in church world, but it's very important. And you want everything that they get to have that logo on it somewhere. Yeah, it's just something that people will associate when, when they see that with you. And, and that does help. It also helps if you have a, you're in your mission and in your vision, if you want people to remember it, just little, that little image, seeing, seeing your church logo. But if you repeat your mission long enough, that logo and that mission will always go hand in hand and you create, you create connection points. And that's, you know, I know marketing isn't always a popular term in the church world, but that's exactly what we're doing. We're creating connection points. And that is, that is, that is marketing. That's what, that's mm -hmm. what it's always about. And so that will really, really be helpful. And so there's always the, the container that becomes the thing that you get. And you may ask someone, you know, you may do that. You give us your card. We give you the bag, um, fill out the card online. We give you the bag. Um, and there's usually, that's usually the give and take. It's usually a central location. They're not just a free for all. Right. And people, I think expect that, you know, if they're, and if you, You've got to have somebody that says something about that during the, maybe the beginning of the service, uh, you know, because if if you just have something in a bulletin or announcement on the screen, you may lose the opportunity. But um, uh, you've got to have somebody says something and give some instructions. Um, hey, if you will fill out this card that's in the in the seat in front of you or in your bulletin, whatever or go online and fill out this. And then if you would go back to this certain place and, and you can get the gift that we have for you. Um, so you, you got to think through that whole process, you know, how does that flow? And so then also, you know, you've got your primary gift that Alan mentioned, and then you also want to include information about the church. Of course, you want to tell them more about the church than they're getting uh, learning about that Sunday morning. Yeah, that may be just the general information where your service times, um, you know, it might include your mission statement, who you are. Um, it could be something more specific if you've got a ministry in your church that's kind of your primary ministry, whether that's your kids' ministry, your student ministry, maybe your missions ministry, something that really kind of sets you apart that you want people to check out. Um, maybe you know a lot of your guests are, are people with young kids, and so you want to really emphasize that. Um, one of the things that we learned about with our friend Carl Vader's um, was Linktree and QR codes. Uh, 
And one of the neat things too, is you can actually have a QR code printed, put on a sticker or something like that, a magnet or whatever that has links to a lot of those information as well, that is virtual so that you're giving people an, an easy access to links on all that stuff. And so you can actually put something in there, make it a coaster or something like that, that has that QR code that has access to your stuff. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned and the uh, QR code, Alan, because that is something that people are getting more and more used to. They see those all over the place. They understand what they're supposed to do with it. Uh, especially young people, they know that they're supposed to scan it with their phone and that it will automatically open up a website or some kind of link deal. And uh, I was, I had to make new business cards. Um, and so I put a QR code on there. Um, and so another thing, Alan, that I re learned recently is there are things called NFC tags um, that um, you can get and you can place them. Say you have a picture on in your church that says, welcome to the guests. Um, if they if people hold their phone up by that picture and you've got an NFC tag on the back side of it, it will automatically open up a website or directions or uh, whatever you want it to do. And uh, it will help people to know where to go or get more information. So um, it's, it's a really handy deal and they're cheap too. You can buy NFC tags on eBay or whatever really inexpensively. Yeah, that's awesome. There's so many technological tools that change the game just a little bit, but it doesn't change the, the what. It doesn't change what we're trying to do, and that's just make more connection points for our guests as as they come in. And so, you know, most 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 gift gifts are going to offer some type of general information for the church that we want to be be aware of. There's there's my there's my dog uh, selling. So. He wants to be on today's podcast. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we were we were hopeful that we would uh, steer clear of that, but obviously not today. Well, um, one of the other things, Trent, you and I both talked about this, a book. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you and I have each given away We Want You Here by Tom Rainer. We've had great success in using that um, as a giveaway book. What other type of books have you seen people give away or use in a moment like that? Well, I'm having a senior moment. Can't think of titles right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, one of the good things about the Rainer book is that it's it's short. It's a small book and it's not overwhelming. You're not giving them a novel, right? But it's something that they can read very easily, very quickly. And so I think, you know, and there's there are other options out there, but something short, but that talks about um, why church is important. I think that young people are wrestling with that right now. Um, you know, hey, is this something that's worth my time? Why should I be involved in church? And so do a little research, um, maybe talk to some other people around you. Uh, of course, Alan and I are part of associations or networks of churches, and we think it's important for you to be connecting with other pastors. So this would be a good opportunity to do that. Um, talk with some other folks about, you know, what, what they use. Yeah, you could use a devotional book. You could do some some other types of uh, of books as well. I know we were uh, a few couple of years ago. We had bought a, uh, many devotionals to use with um, our our Bible study. We were using Life Bible Study, which is an online curriculum, but they sell a physical devotional that goes along with that. So we we were able to put some devotionals into guest bags to encourage them to be a part um, of our small groups. So there's a lot of different different types of resources. 
Um, they're available whether you want to go to a store like Lifeway or you can go to Outreach, some others. They, they have books that are specifically used for gifts as gift books in, in, um, in your bags. You can even give away Bibles. So whatever it is that you feel um, you need to put in there. Another one would be a gospel presentation, some form of tract or, or write-up booklet about, about how, how to become a follower of Christ. Yeah, and there's a bunch of these available, but remember, this is the main thing. It's it's more than just being a part of your church, attending your church. The main thing is to get them to know about Jesus and the sacrifice he made for them um, and the opportunity that he gave to them. And so, um, yeah, Alan is right. There's a bunch of stuff out there. Um, Alan included in our notes, which we'll um, share this uh, on our website, but uh, it may be a physical track, and there's a bunch of those, but there also, it may be a link uh, to something that they can open up on their phone, um, look on a website, and be able to, you know, learn more that way. And that that's something then that you can record and put on your website so that it automatically, you open that link and it opens up your website with going directly to that page about how to receive Jesus. Yeah, that'd be a great, a great tool to use. Um, again, more things have moved to video than ever before. So keep, keep, stay in touch and stay up to date with the idea that video, video messaging is getting, getting to be more and more important. So it can help. When when people see the story and they see, they see someone else's story, they connect with that story better. So again, want to remind you, the whole idea of a gift bag is not to give a gift bag. It's not to spend money. It's to create connection points and everything in that gift bag should have some type of point of, of connection. And so you might use a gospel presentation. I've actually heard of churches that give gift cards um, in, in some of their gift bags to people for different things. Maybe it's a coffee shop or something like that. Yeah, Alan, we did that um, at our church in Oklahoma. We included gift cards to Sonic, which was, you know, everybody knows about Sonic in Oklahoma. So um, that was a, a handy way for us to do that, you know, and, and people could go and take their family after church and go get ice cream or something like that. And so I, th I think that's something fun and, and surprising, you know, and it does cost money. I, I will tell you that. But it, again, it's just as Alan said, you're creating a connection point and you're giving them the idea that generosity, that your church is generous and that you love on people. I know of a church that actually with the gift card had a note that says you can redeem this for um, a coffee or a, uh, or soda or something with with someone on staff. And of course, they had some guidelines of how all that worked and all that. But but you actually could redeem that to get to know someone on staff. And, I, and they, their church had made it a task so that every staff member could be freed up to go on these coffee dash Coke appointments um, with potential um, potential guests. And, and so I thought that that was kind of a, a different concept, uh, um, a neat concept. Again, they had some guidelines that went along with that. We won't go into all those, but you can certainly do something like that. Get creative. Don't, don't, don't let this idea be the last idea. Take the idea and make it um, e even better. Kind of a similar idea, instead of giving them a gift card, um, I've seen churches as well use every gift bag to say, when we give you this bag, when you receive your bag today, know that we're going to give a, a donation to the local food pantry or to the local homeless shelter or to the, to, to international missions or, or, or whatever, that a donation 
um, is made on their behalf um, every time they receive a bag. And a lot of people seem to be very attracted to that idea. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Kind of, um, again, it reinforces the idea that the church is generous and, um, and want, especially, you know, as you are trying to encourage people to be on mission, you start at the beginning with that idea somebody who visits your church and that just kind of helps plant that that thought in their minds so that's really good another thing alan um that we have on the list is something for the kids um this is a big deal um and you kind of need to think through this restaurants especially fast food places they have put a lot of thought into this usually and uh and they know how it's important to give the parents a break and so they do something to help with the kids. And so I think this is really important for churches to do as well. Yeah, whether it's a coloring page or some kind of little toy or, or something that gets the kids' attention that says, wow, this, this place values our kids. I, there's certain, certainly nothing wrong with, with that. Kids, kids want to be involved. They want to know they care. You know, I, I'll use this as kind of a side note, too. When you meet kids and families with kids, do not be afraid to get down and get on the kid's level to, to mm -hmm. be, meet a kid. I think it's really important for them to know um, that we are willing to get down at their level and, and meet them at their level. And it, well, I think when you do that, you, you're basically giving, giving yourself permission to be their pastor, too. And I, I think that's just a hugely important thing. So don't forget about the kids. Jesus never did. He, he made time and a special place for the kids. And I think we should do that as well. Yeah. In fact, he said, don't hinder the children from coming to him. So uh, Alan is right. When we get down and we, we let the kids know that we think they're important, they're not just an afterthought. I think that's a big deal. I mean, it doesn't hurt that you and I are both kids at heart anyway. And <laughs> yeah. you give us a, give us a room full of people. We'll probably find the kids before long, but, but um, you know, it's it is important. Think think about think about the kids and think about mm -hmm. their spiritual growth and how you want them to connect um, as well. And in our smaller churches where we don't have big budgets for all of our kid ministries, the little things you do mean more than you'll ever know. So don't 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 think that it's not enough. Just making the effort is, is a lot of times the the battle itself. Um, you know, Trent, I've seen churches, and um, we've done this when we had some extras for different things, but use T-shirts or hats or, you know, um, last year we, we had some custom-made gators uh, for people to, to use as masks. And who knows, we might be moving back to that again. So don't throw them all out yet. But, um, <laughs> but, but you know, th things like that. I would only say with the T-shirts, Trent, you can always run into a problem with the T-shirts. Yeah, you have to worry about, okay, well, what size do they wear? And, you know, is it out, way out of date? Or, you know, there's a lot of options, yeah. things that you struggle with. Not my favorite. It's really not my favorite gift um, to give people. Um, I'd love I'd love for everyone in my church to, to have a shirt with the name on it. But, but yeah, you, you, if you put a, if you give a large t-shirt to someone who's very tiny, that, that's not good. If you give a tiny t-shirt to someone who's quite large, that they can't use it, it. I don't know. Just not my, not my favorite, but I've certainly seen that and, and see those, mm -hmm. those, those types of things all along, but they're destined to, to typically end up in a, um, in a pile somewhere where they're, they're not thought about again. 
Right. Well, and if you're going to do something like shirts of that, it doesn't have to necessarily be in a gift bag. Instead, you know, have a table set up in the back of the sanctuary or the, or the foyer and, and say, hey, we've got these shirts we want to give to our guests and have somebody there who's handing out the appropriate size. And that or, gives you a... Oh, go ahead. Trent, go ahead. Finish. Well, I was going to say, yeah, no, there's no problem. I, it it kind of reinforces what Alan was saying is that you're making a connection point with a human, right? Uh, so somebody gets the chance to not only give the appropriate size, but they get to visit with them too. I think you should just get a t-shirt gun and if someone falls asleep during the service, ow, <laughs> right there. Yeah, that would be up. fun. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I've been I've, I've been away from the pastoral world too long, I guess. Uh, it's been two weeks. Yeah, a whole two weeks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, you know, and I, I know this sounds silly, but, man, people love this because it's something you can grab hold, whether it's gum or candy or something. Something that people mints, <laughs> breath mint. Maybe that's the wrong message. I don't know. Please have this breath mint. Uh, but uh, you know, something that people can have r right away that they can get some immediate satisfaction out of is is really a nice mm -hmm. touch as well. Right, and that's an inexpensive thing to add to your gift bag. It's you know you you can buy those mixed bags from at Sam's really inexpensively or whatever, and uh, you can put that stuff in there. And it's a good good thing. Like Alan said, it's just an immediate sweet tooth thing. It's good. Yeah, so that's nine. Nine, Trent. That's that's like oh. really disappointing that we just <laughs> what you did. It's, it's unfulfilling. It is it's unfulfilling. Like so this is where you, our listeners, come in so handy. Give us number 10. We need number 10. So Trent, please tell them how they can tell us what this 10th one is so so i can sleep at night you can sleep at night yeah um i tell you what one of the best ways you can connect with us is by email um you can send an email to alan a-l-a-n at enduring churches dot consulting okay so it's not it's not your regular ending but dot consulting or trent at enduring churches dot consulting and uh, that's email. You can also find us on Facebook, of course, and uh, just look up at Enduring Churches. And we'd love to, to find out. We need that 10th thing. So, and we'll share that. If somebody will send us some ideas, we'll share those. Yes, we want to share the 10th one. I, it just, I just look at it, and it's incomplete. It's, it's so sad. Nine. <laughs> who, who has a list of nine things? I mean, if it was eight, that's okay. Uh, Ten is perfect, but nine there's no list of nine yeah it's just wrong yeah so <laughs> this is your opportunity to help us help a brother out right <laughs> so uh, anyway we we do appreciate the fact that you've listened through the nine and uh you've been a part of our our time today but uh we we hope that you will connect with us because alan and i we we love those in ministry. We love people. Our passion is people and we want to help out people. So um, please connect with us. And if we can do something to help you with your church, uh, we'd love to get that opportunity as well. So we want to just say again, thank, thanks for enduring our, our um, insanity. We've both been on little sleep and a lot of transitions lately. Um, but these are some things that were on our mind and some things we could share with you today. I hope they'll be helpful. If they are, please uh, please pass those along to someone else and uh, uh, 
be in prayer for us as we make transitions. We, we want God to get all the glory and honor he can from, from what we do. And we hope this is a, a, just a, a small portion of that. So you mean so much that you take time to listen. Um, thank you for doing that. And we look forward to, to catching back up with you on our next episode. We'll talk to you soon.